0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. As always, I am one
1: of your three co-hosts, Drew Applebaum. I have to say this is really weird. Well, I, I was, mean, we've done some I I weird dead, but that. we've done some weird things before and weird configurations. But the fact that you're there and I'm not, and I'm here and you're not, and Sam's there and we're not, it's just weird. Well, I don't know. You, you, go ahead and start. I, I got to get to dinner, so go ahead and start. I just, it was, I just thought it was weird. Oh,
2: somebody's coming home. What good timing.
1: Huh? Wait, is Drew back home
2: at the OG Studios?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't even know that. You didn't know Drew's in Minnesota?
2: I'm gone for a week on the show, and I'm out of the loop.
1: Drew's, wow, um, but... Drew's holding the fort down Yeah, after wow. ice fishing
2: someone dribbling a basketball?
1: I was tapping
0: on something. Could you hear that? Yes.
2: Yeah, I could. Oh, sorry, I'll stop.
0: All right, Drew, why don't
1: you uh, uh, start the show and then we'll get going.
0: Well, I had already started to, and then I was rudely what? interrupted first by you and then second by someone just coming through the door who distracted me. Yeah, that, um, that does
1: happen to me all the time.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you do it sitting here. Anyways, what I was saying is we are back to a full house. We are all back, all three of us. Yeah, but Sam's what back. I was also going to say is it's in a weird situation. I am here in the Honeycrisp Studios in just outside of St. Paul, Minnesota. Sam is back and has been back, uh, quarantined in the Granny Smith Studios in Santa Clara, California. The quarantine is well here. over,
2: Drew. Wow,
0: well, yeah, that's I meant
1: he was doing uh, last week. He had fraternity boy duties.
0: No, I know. I just, I mean, you probably want to quarantine after that, but that's maybe. Yeah, that's a whole other. Story a topic for a different episode. Um, yep. and you are in. I don't even know what to call the studio there. Maybe we should. Maybe the pineapple studio. I don't know. Uh, uh,
1: that's Hawaii. Pineapples are in Hawaii. Well, I'm, tropical. I figured. I don't know what they're known for here. It's a very bizarre place, I have to say. I am uh, in the yeah, Virgin Islands. It looks
0: warm. I don't think you should be complaining.
1: Well, the day we got here, the plane was pouring, and then we, there is no uh, off-ramp other than outside, so I, we were sliding down the ramp. Had to wait and prove that we didn't have COVID. <clears throat> then it rained the next day, but yeah, we've got a couple of days of sun, so back to where it should be. Are yeah, oh, uh, there palm um, trees there? Sort of. We actually had to take... After we flew into St. Thomas, we had to take a ferry boat for 30 minutes to St. John, which is where I am. It's, it's. I will say one thing. The house I'm in was built by the owners of SeaWorld. <laughs> yes. So it's very nice. Is there nice. like
0: a... Um, yes, there, there is. Sham-
1: Shamu is in the deep end at all times, and it's a very deep end. Uh, thanks for asking. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's... But it's a very i i can't it's warm and warmer than where you are so i'm not complaining but it's a weird yeah. place i gotta say it's gonna be I'm cold sure.
0: here well we're, we're
1: blabbering i know it's gonna be next cold week. here this weekend i know and i'll be back i uh, it's a very strange place beaches are nice this house is nice everything in between um mm. i'm not so sure well
0: that's where you are either way we all three of us are back. We have a packed show. We've had breaking news related to the Twins just 20 minutes maybe before we went yeah. on air. Huge. Um,
1: Dad, were so you so say more? You, you sounded like well, you I had don't... Sam said huge. I would say not so much, but... You just cannot He's... be... But well, we'll get to that.
2: that seems we... a little down. I don't... For a guy who's in the Virgin Islands, yeah, 80 real. degree weather, gets to be on no, the beach, I'm he not. seems yeah. a little sad. Yeah.
1: I don't have my microphone, so I think you're, it's coming across different. No, I well, I was going to talk to you about the Twins, and I want to know if you guys are satisfied with these moves because I still think they could have done more, but I guess I don't know if this is the time we do it or we got Super it's, Bowl this preview. This is the only time
0: we do it. Normally, I introduce the show. I give you an opportunity okay. to talk about the hottest show on the radio. Um, we normally do that first. I don't know if you've ever done been on the show before, but we normally do no. things that way.
1: Not since last week, actually, so it's been a while.
0: Oh, okay. Well, let me do that. Just sit tight, yeah. enjoy the warm weather, have a lemonade, I guess. And the hot wait,
1: And just just so you know, the hottest radio show on the planet was a repeat, so we don't really need to talk about it this week. Hmm. That would have been good to know before I said that. You know, maybe you should tell me. I didn't know.
2: It, I was it know a repeat it of uh, Kevin Gorg?
1: Yes. <laughs> well,
2: that's that's fine, then. it. It's yeah, like, okay, we can, it was
1: we a can good re- it, was a, it was a good repeat i've got actually a little uh, sunburn on my neck because i was in the water a lot so i am i am playing a little hurt and there's there's these bugs here called no which means you can't see them and they absolutely eat you alive so i am playing a little injured i'm not sad <clears throat> but i got some issues Is no
2: noceums. their scientific name
1: yeah, i don't know that's what they that's what they've been calling them, no see I find it hard to believe that's the name of them, but uh, I'll oh, tell you what, you, you don't... spell differently? Oh, it's... Yeah, uh, I don't know, that's how it's
2: spelled. The Serotopogonade. Yes. Excuse me? Serotopogonade. How do you know? Uh, the higher classification is the Kulikomorpha, and... Uh, Sam, yeah. what are you doing right now? I just took... <coughs> Oh, is this not science class?
1: Did you you know this for a for real that that's what they're called?
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Got weird. Okay. He's he's taking a uh,
0: some sort of advanced bug biology class, clearly. And if you, you uh, was-
2: and if you want to know, if you leave the bites alone, they'll be gone in a week. But if you itch them, they'll last probably two weeks or more, and they'll expand. So do your best not to itch them.
1: Uh, <laughs> a little late, two-week to three-week plan is already in place. I got pus coming out and everything. But can I ask you a question? Are you learning this in business school? I think this that's odd.
2: No, we have to take one natural science. So uh, my I specialized in the, the bugs and
1: the insects. Wow. There's so much there, but we got so much to talk about. <clears throat> Although not the wild anymore because they're being shut can, down. But Can
0: I be honest? I, I, yeah. I sit in this seat. I sit in your seat.
1: I've and been you can't understand,
0: it, right? Go ahead. No, go ahead. And it's hot. It's hot and uncomfortable, right? It's not hot. I'm relatively comfortable. But I have, I, the second I sat down in the seat and started doing the show, I've started to cough. Like, I think it's the seat is why you
1: cough all the time. <laughs> it's
0: I'm possible. not even trying to be funny. I, I was, I have yeah. not coughed once since I got home. And I sat in the seat, started the show, and I can't stop there coughing.
1: must be something in those wooden benches or whatever. I don't know. It's bizarre. But anyways, we got a a lot to talk
0: about. Let me me get through my spiel. I'll be quick. So thank you to everybody for tuning in. You are a valued member of The Orchard. If you want to tell people how to become part of The Orchard, you're going to send them to anchor.fm slash apples dash two dash apples. From there, we have links to all of your favorite streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also search us up, Apples to Apples, on any of those sites and apps themselves. Once you're there, follow favorite like, subscribe, whatever you do. That way every week when we have a show, we are sent directly to your device that you use to listen to podcasts and you don't have to worry about it. You can also go check out the PodMN app. That is a mobile-only app that is full of Minnesota-related podcasts and not just sports, news, food, lifestyle, comedy, everything in between. But we're on there as well, so check us out. And last but certainly not least, we are part of the WFNU 94.1 FM Frogtown Community Radio family. We are live every Saturday morning, 7 a.m. Central Time, the appetizer of the Saturday Sports Spectacular, followed by the hottest show on the planet, Connor's Corner, which you heard earlier, is a repeat, but it will still be on, and it is a massive episode that if you missed it last week, please be sure to catch it again this week.
1: Yes, true.
0: Nothing else to add, Dad, on that?
1: No, I, I guess I, we I last week. But well, I'm I'm
0: so
2: excited didn't. to get going because I missed last week, and I'm sure my Philly fans are really mad that I wasn't on last we week's did, show. So
1: we did have a there was a chime in from Philly last week. <laughs> we have a very loyal Philly following. So let's uh let's start briefly with the Twins. Um, so we just signed not, but we didn't sign a closer necessarily because we still have a really horrible left-hander that we're going to use as a closer once in a while, uh, Taylor Rogers. Um, I mean, he's a, we needed a body and he, this guy at times has been pretty good. I don't think it's a terrible signing. I just, uh, here, here's, here's
0: my only problem with, with you right now and how you're describing this. If anyone else in the division signed to this guy, you would be irate. I
1: know. I've never heard of him. So I went, I, I literally have never heard of the guy.
0: Well you would just would have so, seen you would
1: have seen his stats
0: and you would have been you would have been mad. He had a sub one ERA for the, the White Sox last year. He was yeah, a, he
1: pitched in ten games, but go ahead. That's ten okay. more than I pitched. But not many people pitched
0: in more than games, many more of the games in that last year anyways, because there was good um, point. sixty. Um, good point. But
1: I don't like when I hear he,
0: former All Star. Well, I'm not sure many again. It was a few years ago, but here's what I will tell you. Since 2018, yeah. he has the third-best reliever ERA behind Liam Hendricks, and I forget who's second, and then it's Alex Colomay, well, who in the past two seasons the has had a 2.27 ERA with 42 saves. Liam and Hendricks. here's the other thing that, that I think is maybe, sure, fine. But like I said last week, we just have to be realistic with the amount of money the Twins are going to spend, and then I'll stop and let Sam oh, I talk. Know, I know. He missed last <laughs> week. And, with, and we signed this guy for the same amount of money we declined to pay Sergio Romo. So it's a significant I, grade. Yeah,
1: I didn't like point. Romo, so I, yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. No, yeah. I didn't say it was bad. I said it's okay.
2: But on, on Drew's note, like he just mentioned, uh, like I was going to bring up too, is if it's this guy or Romo, I'm way happier we got this guy. Um, Agreed. One, also, he won't cause as many fights as Romo does, so that's pretty good. Agreed. Um, and two, and another thing I want to bring up is the twin said, Dad, you may have to give them some credit. If they follow through, they said they're still going to add a bullpen arm and a starter. And so they did one of those two things. We'll see if they add a starter. And they keep saying they're looking at Arietta. We'll see if they actually follow through with one of these guys. Um, but again, going back to the signings, Dad will say, can we do more? I think when a, a lot of teams are making big splashes, I think it's going to be important. Not important, but I think we probably need to trade away uh, Polanco and Agreed. try to get someone big time. Because we have a second baseman who is our most – maybe probably our most – well, not complete hitter, but our, our hitter who actually hits over 300 and doesn't hit for bombs. And he has he good plate approach, one of the only ones who on our team who has actually a good plate approach and played discipline in um, Luis Arias. And he can play second. And we have another one of the top prospects in all of baseball to come up and play middle infield too and to be a utility guy with Arias. So I think if we trade away Polanco for a good starter – um, throwing a pick or whatever prospect, whatever you want. I think Polanco's the guy we use a trade piece to go get someone big.
1: So here's what I want to ask you two guys because we, in the, at, I was, sadly I was awake, but at two in the morning, uh, I don't even know what time, maybe back home two in the morning, uh, I can't sleep here, but we signed Cruz. At, the longer the Cruz thing went, I was starting to kind of be behind Acuna.
0: Ozuna. Are we better You're off?
1: Two different players. Right, that we would have signed him instead of Cruz. Uh, What do you mean? There's two separate players.
0: There's Acuna, and then there's also Ozuna. Those are two different guys. We were looking at. No, lucky
1: to get the dude for the Braves. Yeah, we made an offer, and we made an offer to him. So I, I, my question to you guys: they both they both play for the Braves. (laughs) It's Ozuna. Yeah, that. Whichever There's one. Oh, I
2: see what you're saying. That
1: okay. both the play for the, the guy that had similar stats to Cruz and is 10 years yes, younger. Yes, that's
2: that
1: Ozuna. Okay, yeah. well, we didn't get him anyways. So my question to you two, and I, and Cruz is great, and we had to sign one of the two, and having Cruz, I mean, Cruz has earned the right to be on our team, so I'm not disappointed. But would we have been better off with the dude from, uh, you know, Hazuna? Yeah,
2: I think we're still better off with Cruz. Uh, because he provides veteran leadership with some experience in the playoffs, and he has connections with all like the guys on the team previously, and everyone loves him, the fans love him. I think they'll probably put up similar numbers, and I'm also cons- like confused. We offered Azuna, is that offer still out there, or do we retract it and aren't going to get him? Like, Are we still in talks to get him? Yeah, or? I don't
1: understand that either. Why not get we may
2: need. We may need someone to play. I don't know if he can play first base or not. I think he probably could, but who knows if Sano will too. be able to play first base?
1: Uh, we talked last week, long and hard, about getting rid of Sano. So you missed that, but um, yeah, yeah I, know, I mean,
2: Zuna could be a guy to replace him.
1: Yeah, I'm all for it. If I don't know how okay. that works, though, so, to your point. <clears throat> I
0: I think I think I was probably similar to you, Dad and maybe i think i effectively did talk myself or whatever into ozuna over cruz and it was for a few specific reasons um one well i guess i don't know if he would have been cheaper they probably when you account for age and versatility they might have been the same price but like so let's leave money out of it um one cruz is like you know Sort of an ageless wonder at this point, but in both seasons, including a shortened one last year, he has tailed off at the end of seasons, and he's only getting another year older. Uh, Two, Ozuna adds a layer of actual positional flexibility. Like, Cruz can't really play the field. We did a few times last year than when we had to, but Ozuna was an everyday left... basically everyday left fielder for a National League team that we would be using as a DH. And with Buxton's injury history... You know Rooker and, and Kir- Kir- Kirilov. I I, I want to say Kaprizov, but we'll get to him in a second. Kirilov. Oh yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, we'll get to them in a second. But with those two guys, as good as they look like they may be, they're still rookies, and you don't know what you're going to get out of them. So he adds a layer of positional flexibility in the outfield. He isn't exactly a you know a, a rookie or young he's 30, but he's somebody that can be part of your plans for three-ish years and continue to be your dh and a, a you know a backup outfielder in that sense and I think one of the big things Sam mentioned and you sort of alluded to it that that makes Cruz so valuable is his experience and what he's brought to this team but the reality is if that's why you're signing him, this team should not need that anymore. this team is, Gone to the postseason right. and won a division two years straight. For all intents and purposes, they're full of guys with tons of regular season and you know limited because we lose, but as much postseason uh, you know experience as they could have being on the team. When you when you go around the lineup, Buxton, Kepler, Donaldson's done it all. Polanco's been in the majors now for many years, been on those teams. Uh, Andrelton Simmons, same thing. Sano. Garver, I, I, you know most of the pitching staff. This isn't like a, a bunch of guys you know, who haven't made the playoffs anymore that needed Cruz to lead them forward. Um, that doesn't mean he won't still add that layer being part of the team. But it, I just don't think it's as necessary as it was the past two years. So if that's why they went for it, if they thought he was better, fine. But I think the positional flexibility that Ozuna adds, the fact that he could have been in the plans for two to three m- or more years and that, you know, you don't have to stress that, you know, adding a guy just for leadership and experience anymore. I, I think I, I would have gone at Ozuna. Now, that doesn't mean I'm unhappy with Cruz. I'm, I'm certainly not. I am happy that we signed him. I'm happy we went and got, got him and made that happen. But I almost tweeted a couple days ago and then I, I stopped. But um, I, I really think I, I Ozuna was probably the guy I would have gone for. And I, I bet you might have been able to get him for cheaper than Cruz, but but maybe not. I don't know.
1: Well, just keep this in mind, uh, just backtracking once for one second. Now, I mentioned earlier that I wanted us to sign Liam Hendricks. Just remember that the reason um, Bartolo Colom was available is because the White Sox dumped him to sign Liam Hendricks. Another great move by the White Sox, my team this year. But, yeah, as far as, yeah, I, I kind of was on the Kuna thing, too. I mean, if listen, if Cruz is just 90, 85 percent of what he's been the last two years, then, then we're fine either way. Um, I do still think that they got some stuff to do, but, uh, you know, I don't let, know.
0: Let me let me put it to you this way, though, Dad, uh, and ask you this question. And, and at the root of this question is the fact that the twins are just never going to spend as much money as we want them to. And that is what it is. We could do – people have, and we could do hours talking about why that is and how ridiculous that is, but especially coming off of the COVID season, like, that's the reality. Would you have rather had Liam Hendricks or May plus Andrelton Simmons? Because that's basically how the money played out. That's really how it played out.
1: Yeah, it, no, that's very true. However, if we still have Polanco and Ariz, I think it's stupid. So to Sam's point, so I, I guess we gotta. It's to be determined because I don't. I there's no reason to keep. They should trade Polanco now for maybe a, a prospect for something good. I I just think Ariz needs to play every day, but um or rise or whatever It's not because obviously we got a better shortstop now. Polanco would always start hot hitting wise and then kind of tail off too. So I, I think we need more depth. So I, I agree two for one probably, but Hendricks is pretty damn good. And
0: well, and, but, he, and here's, and Hendricks has been phenomenal the last two seasons. So I'm not disputing that, but if you want to talk about, again, going back to experience in a bullpen that maybe doesn't have that level of experience out with the guys that left um, yep. Duffy sort of has it. I guess Rogers sort of has it after that. They they signed, they signed Robles, and he's got some, I think, but not a lot. But Alex Colomay moved to the bullpen in 2016. Since then, those five seasons, he leads all right-handed relievers in win probability added, which is an advanced statistic. If you like something a little bit more traditional, he ranks second in ERA behind only Kenley Jansen, who's been a World Series-winning closer. And the worst ERA he's had in those five seasons was 3.24. So maybe Hendricks has been more dominant over the past two seasons— but it's hard to dispute what Colomay has been able to do over and over again, two different teams, yeah. and at that price. Because, again, and this is the part that sucks. We shouldn't have to talk about it in the sense of with the amount of money they had, I think they did pretty well. You'd like them to say, we could make this happen if we'd got one, two more big well, guys. But the reality is yeah. it's not going to happen.
1: You hit the nail on the head. That's the frustrating part. They have plenty of money. They've had plenty of money. They told us they were going to do all this stuff. I mean, you signed Trevor Bauer. I probably don't ever say another word. I know they're not going to. I know they never would. But they have enough money to do it. But it is what it is. Um, and Sam, and do you wanna- I think
0: the, the only thing I was going to add is I think they. I mean, I think they are spending more money than people expected them to. Anyways, coming off of COVID, so it's like they're getting better. But it still just feels like, yeah, maybe they did start spending more money the past three years. But like, well, but they. It still feels like they have
1: more to give. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean they got yeah. rid of Rosario. That was ten some. I mean they, they they've they've dumped a bunch yeah, of salary re- too.
0: Yeah, but they've replaced it. I mean, I, I but about the same. Rosario, so, yeah. I, I like dumping Rosario. Like I, I think it was time for him to go.
1: But, oh, I'm not. No, my go ahead, go ahead.
2: Sam. I just my last thing I want to say is um, to kind of wrap up the Twins. Are whatever, this year is going to be a defining moment to how the team will look next year. Because to me, this is the last <laughs> chance Polanco has. The last chance Kepler has. And for sure, the last chance to know has. Buxton has a lot of talent, but it is, can he stay healthy? Maybe the last chance Buxton has if he can't stay healthy. And those are four who we thought were going to be cornerstones of maybe a World Series contending team. And so will this the year will be defining for those four, um, maybe maybe not Buxton, those three to four guys, and if will, will they be on the team next year, and what will the team look like next year? Because it could be a completely different team next year if those three to four don't perform. And if they do perform, they'll be on the team and surround them, and it could just be a hot year. We don't know. But, like, this year will be a defining moment to see what next year's team lo- will look like, and it based around the, the the performance of those four.
1: Um. Yeah. I, well, this is breaking news. Remember Casey Fiend? Yeah. Yeah. He's not real happy with the Twins signing four players that were busted for steroids. Apparently, Alex Colomb. Was also busted for steroids. <laughs> Interesting well, point. Is, but he anyways, saying, um, is he
2: saying they're still on steroids, or?
1: Yeah, I wonder. He didn't really say that. Um, that was in 2014,
0: no. by the way, and well, he I wasn't even very good until 2016. So. Well,
2: I can guarantee him Polanco's not on steroids anymore, and yeah. no, um, not helping. Yeah, the only I, guy
0: that he maybe has a, a leg to stand on at this point. It, it, who knows if Pineda is still taking them. I think Pineda didn't take real steroids. But he's still I think he just, suspended for him. He's just yeah. dumb and didn't know what he was doing. I mean, yeah. Maybe Cruz, but I don't know. I mean, it's
2: Pineda takes a lot of things into his body, and I think steroids are probably the least of them.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. so my last point, point before we move on from the Twins, Polanco, Sano, Prospect, and make a splash and get someone really good. All right, so... Do you want to end with the Super Bowl or should we get to it? Because we're not only Super Bowl. We got quarterbacks running all over the place, including maybe Kirk Cousins. Let's, Where do, you let's wanna... do
0: that. Let's do that
1: now, because
0: if okay. if we if we reduce our time for the Wild or the Timberwolves at the end, I don't really care. We talk about them every week. I could care less if once we once ever
1: talk about the Timberwolves again.
0: Well, yeah. But I, you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. All right. So let's before we get to the Super Bowl. Let's just. Start with first of all, uh, a change in our division: Jared Goff in, Matthew statford out. Um, I mean, I, to me, it's a huge upgrade for the for LA. I think it's obvious. I don't understand what Detroit's thinking, why they'd want him back. But you know, maybe change of scenery. He's not the worst quarterback. I think
0: they had to take him
1: for salary. They probably the did because of the salary. So. But now we drew and I Sam last week sort of talked about all these quarterback things. I mean, why not trade Kurt Cousins to uh, Francisco. San Francisco? Get a couple draft picks, maybe two, three draft picks, whatever. Get Jimmy G back. Take Jimmy G, trade him to New England. More draft picks. Send everything and the kitchen sink for uh, Watson to Houston. I mean, I, it seems like that's just a great general manager move on my part.
2: Well, yeah, send everything for Watson, or send everything to move up in the draft to get one of the top two quarterbacks.
0: No, uh, well, I, I, I I trade for Watson instead of that. Oh, thousand. so do
2: I. But the Texans say they want two defensive starters, which I would include Anthony Harris in that. Uh, I'd tra- uh, that
1: I trade. You know what? Well, I,
0: we don't have his rights anymore. Is the problem?
1: We, I would trade. We well, I would him. trade. Tra- I'd trade Hunter because he doesn't want to be here. First well, of
0: all, I have to make sure you have a pick to replace him though, because I mean we have no pass rush yeah. right now. We have none. Oh, I know. If you can well, we get can if you somebody. can hold on. Well, maybe if you can hold on to one of those picks and get a pass rusher out of it, then yeah, maybe I would
1: do that. But I don't I, care what I, anyone it, says. You can't tell me Watson went defensively. I mean offensively would not want to play with the Vikings with what what they got with the two. The, no. They got great tight ends, great receivers, and a great running back.
2: Yeah. No. What you're saying right now, I i'm completely on board with and if we talk about the kirk cousin thing i'm kind of sick of twitter putting all the stats and how he's the third best in completion percentage or like or uh, yards or touchdown interception ratio like all the top three stats in since becoming the vikings or in the past five years or whatever. the dude hasn't won us really any playoff series himself and right it's and it's just kind of frustrating because when the Kirk Cousins news came, obviously I live with a bunch of 49ers fans, and there's also one Viking fan in the house. He saw it on his phone, and we like we were happy because the Kirk Cousins, like we said, he's above average quarterback, but he will not take us to a Super Bowl. So oh. we need to do something to get us that Super Bowl. And like Dad, Dad, what you're saying can get us there if we get if we bring in Watson for all these picks. And so. What
1: about Dak Prescott? Any interest? Yeah, but
0: I mean, yeah, but it, 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 I don't know how realistic that. I, you're, you're almost more likely to trade for Watson. I feel like because yeah, in, in all of those scenarios, you have to start unloading contracts. And Jimmy G's not cheap, by the way. No, it's no, like, it's like uh, about- so. The second if you have to take him back for for salary purposes, and I don't, I don't really want anything to do with Jimmy G. But if you have to take him back for salary purposes, if you can dish him to to New England or whoever. For picks, great. But to your point, at that stage of the game, if you've amassed that many picks, you know, maybe, maybe you do go trade well, like for But why would you not put it trade way. for Deshaun Watson?
1: The only one that'll take Jimmy G is probably New England, and the only one that would take Cousins is probably San Francisco. So yeah. it, that's yeah. what about what about Carson Wentz take a flyer? I, I, it I don't, a lot of money. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, they all do. I that's just think
0: All and that's what we. I've been trying to. I've said for every episode we've done about Kirk is like, yes, he probably won't ever get us to that next step, but he's well, then actually then probably hear. paid. No, I agree. But he's probably paid accurately at this. If oh, that yeah, I sense.
1: agree. I so agree.
0: it's just these there's a lot of bad quarterbacks that are making the same amount of money as Kirk. Yeah. One just got traded to Detroit and one is sitting hurt in San Francisco. So it, it's. I don't know. It, right. It's I, I would do it if you can do it. Of course, I don't think there's any reason not to. The the reason I don't think the Vikings do it, and this is something I harped on, I don't know, sometime in the middle of the season that dra- drives me nuts still, is they won't do it unless they know they can execute every other move you just said, because they have zero zero backup or contingency plan at the quarterback position, right. no, and I it's a it. very irresponsible uh, irresponsible way to handle that quarterback room. And I've said it for a number of weeks. I, I think I said it going back to last year's draft. That just
1: doesn't never gets hurt. Yeah.
0: Right. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't have a guy ready to. to I'm at with least you. No, I agree. I think I said it one no, of the agree. weeks, he got blown out. Like, just there's no use in throwing Sean Mannion out there. But if you had anybody else at least try, he plays well. Maybe he, he, he gains some trade value. I mean, how many times have we seen backup quarterbacks play well for three, four games and either sign massive, ma- Jimmy G is a perfect example, sign yeah. massive contracts or get, you know, a ton back in a trade? And, and we've just never put ourselves in a position to do that. And, and that's been what's most frustrating to me from the quarterback position almost more than Kirk's play as ridiculous as that sounds because you're you're stuck with Kirk because he's good enough to make you pretty good so you're not going to get a high draft pick but because he's pretty good and you're putting that much money into him you have no backup plan and, and that's the well, here's
1: good. the here's the other reason you you should really look into it cuz the bears could easily get him too yeah. and I don't think we went Watson going to the bears but um
2: no we uh, we already did a good thing and not, and getting Stafford out of here for Goffin. Or we could also get Aaron Rodgers. You know, that'd be nice. Uh,
1: I guess the Rams tried to get him, and the Green Bay said absolutely not. Which that I think, and then we're going to move on to the Super Bowl. I think that's going to be interesting in the next few weeks because the Packers are doing everything they can and saying that there's no way they'll trade him, and I believe it. But then last year, what a waste. And you know what? Rodgers four times now, not making it. Uh, I mean, he's one for, what is he one for five in the championship game? I mean, no, he granted. did outplay
2: Brady head the head and he literally could not even yeah. throw the balls. Offense line was so bad at the end of the game. Oh, I so. get that. I get I, that.
1: I get that. But he's still, it's not, he's not, he's not yeah. doing it. Uh, but again, obviously I'd take him in a second. He's
2: never had a defense. His organization refuses to give him offensive line help or really defensive help until this year they started to. Um, that's what I think. He's in a, a bad rate. situation, and I do not blame him for wanting out.
1: does, I am 100% confused on the Super Bowl. Not on who's playing and not when it's being played. I could easily see both teams winning. I'm I'm not being <laughs> That's all I hate. would have
0: assumed you were confused about.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's true.
2: For me, I don't—I s- I
1: mean, I think Tampa—I mean, I, Tampa's pretty good, but— I, the, Boy, the offense for Kansas City, it's, it'd be hard to bet against them, you know?
2: I mean, I still do not see Kansas City losing because, again, Green Bay's defense played really well against Tom Brady. They had a few picks. Uh, Tom Brady did not really march up and down the field against them. And I just, just still am questioning Tom Brady, his age, and all that. I, I understand he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time, if not the best. But I still think that Kansas City offense – Will overpower them, uh, and the defense I think is as good as Green Bay's, if not better. So I don't know. I I I still haven't really been convinced that Tampa can win it all, but I also wasn't convinced that they win the last two weeks. So
1: right, no, it's that's my uh, just. <laughs> no, they th- seem to be getting by. I,
0: and I, I was I, I think Sam kind of hit it on the head when he when he mentions Kansas City defense because I think. That is going to be the, I don't know, the unit, I guess you could call it, that will decide this game. Because the Chiefs are going to get their points. As good as that Buccaneers defense is, has been, and has played, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. They will get their points, whether they come in a bunch in the fourth quarter like they did against San Francisco last year, whether they come all throughout the game. they, They do it every single way. They're going to score. There's nothing you can do about that, as good as that Buccaneers defense has been. The Buccaneers offense, you, you kind of know what they are. You know, they have the talent to hit the big shot. They did it with Scotty Miller last week, but they're they're a little bit more methodical. They run the ball a decent amount. Like, you know what you're going to get out of them. The question will be, can the Kansas City defense, which is is good, I'm not saying it's not, can they stop Tampa when they need to? Because it came down to Green Bay's defense. Couldn't. They let up that big Whoa. bomb to Scotty Miller at the end of the half inexplicably. They couldn't get a stop, you know, when they really, truly needed one. Um I think it's going to come down to Kansas city's defense and them showing up to play and getting a stop when they need it, because it's Brady in a super bowl. He's going to come to play and he is going to show up, even though he really didn't last week that well. Chiefs are going to score. Um, it, it is, it is a, the chief's defense.
1: I'm a great offensive line mind. So I'm going to give you something right here. That could be a factor. I, I don't quote me. Um, now uncom- uncomfortably I'm on a, uh, very highly acclaimed podcast with you two. So, what I say should be from the authority figure. So, I, I, but I believe that Kansas City is missing their top seven or eight offensive linemen from last season. So, I can you remember, you know, that you know what I'm going, well, you know, I know, you know Mike Reimers,
2: I know what you're saying, and I can add on to it. I'm pretty sure th- three of them are out for.
1: Um, I, think five starters, were,
2: I think three starters from this year are out for the Super Bowl. Two and or three. I think
1: from this year, but I think five from last year were out. So I like know three from COVID. But anyways, so I think that'll be an that'll be interesting. Now Mahomes is, you know, Mahomes can certainly compensate for that. But Once, I, all right, we need we need. Prediction. It, it this
0: sounds crazy to say, but it that doesn't well yeah one of one of them one of them sat out because he's a doctor. So he he, he didn't play guys, the season cuz yeah. he was a doctor. Um, but
1: anyways, got, the Tampa's whatever, defensive is pretty good.
0: Yeah, no, they they are, and I'm not saying they're not, but I I think it's ill advised to say the Chiefs won't figure out a way to score. They 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 I mean, how oh, many, I, like, I no, I don't know. Even if you paid attention to how they they move the ball in the in the AFC Championship game, they're they're constantly rolling out. They have misdirection everywhere. They have so much speed. They got the ball out quickly. Like, I, I get Patrick Mahomes isn't – like, he's not fast. Like, he's just – I don't really, – he's, like, good in the pocket. Like, he's kind of like Rodgers. Like, he, he's not really fast. He just – it's hard to sack him, even when the offensive line isn't isn't doing well. And I think he's obviously more agile than Rodgers and can get outside the pocket. I think Andy Reid knows how, and Eric Banamy know how, to get him moving even when the offensive line is struggling and they do all that weird misdirection. They throw those shovel passes and stuff like that. Like they will find ways to not have to worry about that as much. I'm not saying they're going to score 40 points, you know, but you're not going to hold them. It's not going to be a, a super bowl like Brady had at the Patriots where he's going to can win a super bowl scoring, you know, 13 points or whatever. And it's not going right. to be it. So. time for predictions. Uh, I guess I'll go first. I, I think, I think the Chiefs win. I feel pretty good. I, I think the Chiefs win, um, and I think the final score is. Let me do some math. I think the final score is thirty to twenty
1: four. Thirty to twenty-four, fairly close, Sam.
2: Uh, yeah, Drew took was gonna take mine. I was I was gonna say Tampa twenty-four, but I'll change it up. Uh, so I don't copy Drew. Kansas City thirty-four, Tampa Bay twenty-three.
1: Uh, I'm going Kansas City thirty-eight, Tampa (laughs) twenty-eight. You didn't really.
0: You're not really worried about your own offensive line advice, are you? Yeah, and you said Tampa was, is
2: going to win.
1: No, I did not say that. I said well, I'm so torn.
2: Now that we all three pick Kansas City, everyone should probably bet Tampa.
1: Yeah, I just said I was torn. I said it would not surprise me. But that's, I mean, I'm going to have to make a prediction. Um, The weekend, how bad is the weekend going to be?
0: He's good. I like him. I think it'll. I think he he does. He has a good performance. Now, what's going to be interesting to see is his face. He, yeah. (laughs) And I, Dad, there's no way you know really what that is,
1: but because I I got another rapper I want to talk to you two about in a second.
0: The short version is, um, he. It was kind. I mean, it was like obviously a publicity stunt. Um, but he did this thing where for a long time he would like have like scars and uh, bruises. And then like he had his face bandaged at one of the award shows. And then he came out and with a music video and his face was like totally like plastic surgery, like looked like plastic. It was really weird looking. Um, and it was all like a weird, like running thing about I think it was to hype his album up or something. I don't really know why he did it, but I'll be fascinated to see if he keeps it. I mean, it's like a mask obviously. But if he keeps it for the Super Bowl if he goes back to looking like normal. Like that's almost such a high profile event I'm assuming he'll go back to normal.
2: But And he um, spent like 7 million dollars of his own money for it, so I hope it better be good.
0: The for the show he did or for the face
2: thing. For the halftime performance, I guess. Really? So, I saw seven, that. Wow. Or 6 million
1: or some weird number.
0: I did not. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, I I I think it was a weird choice, but he does have songs people know, I guess.
0: No, it'll be I it'll know. be good.
1: Every performance I I've can't. ever seen
2: him done has been very good.
1: The game does interest me this year. Uh, halftime, I have zero interest. But it
2: was seven million, by the way.
1: Okay, wow. help me with this. Who in the hell is Bad Bunny? He
0: is a. I think he's. Club, like uh, puerto rican maybe i think
1: yeah he's a puerto rican well, rapper is. singer and he's the top rapper he's the top star in the world right now today yeah he's massive massive he's uh, now part fan.
0: of wwe yeah i saw that he,
1: he was he, he, he was, was got at, into he, it at-
0: he was at last year's super bowl for reference. Oh, he was he did a perform he was did a sh- appeared for a short performance with j-lo and shakira was that last year
1: uh, I believe so. Yeah. Whatever. yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, he's big. He's big time. He's with uh, he's with Damian Priest now. In WWE. Okay.
0: Um. I think, yeah, I don't think he'll be around. But
1: he's he, the link. The links just reload. That's all they do. Signing player after player after player.
0: Yeah, I don't really. Uh, I don't know who either of them were, which I felt bad about. But Twitter was happy about it so it's good i guess
1: um let's talk let us you want to talk a little while are you, you you sound distracted over there yeah is something going on no i'm getting hungry sorry <laughs> spaghetti's ready i'm hungry
0: well we said we didn't have to do it this week you're the one on vacation that that you know
1: and then you no, i joking. Inside the wild, I, are they in, are they gonna shut down or not? Now there's there's all these weird things. First of all, they're missing six guys to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I not Now there's a COVID rumor.
2: Well, they already had a COVID rumor. Is there more?
0: No. Well, they have. That they one might guy, have to shut down. They had one guy that actually got it, and now today they got word that there's possibly another. I think six guys or so I saw, I saw that might have to, you know, sit out whether they have it or yeah, close so contact that... or, or or whatever. I, I don't know. I think they're still figuring it out, to be honest. They, they're supposed to play Colorado tomorrow. I can't imagine that game happens. But if you assume some of these guys that are hurt, who I, who knows? And the the injuries are ridiculous. I mean, they, they, they actually could have won night if they weren't hurt. It but, could, it, um, well, it and the
2: some. Wild, too, of course, they're – one of their top prospects uh, plays an entire tournament and then, yeah, and then all of a sudden can't play only for the, the rest of the year.
1: Only a Minnesota yeah. team. These How was he fine oh, oh.
2: for a month straight playing hockey? Thing.
1: He was the only the 20-year-old has, that got shut down by COVID, by the way.
0: Well, that's not necessarily true, but well, uh, one of them. The, the, the NHL has stricter, like, conditioning-related protocol. Not conditioning—that's probably the wrong way to put it, but like. Right physical related protocols and of course austria and his swiss team he's the best player on both teams weren't going to be like yeah no don't play they probably didn't even put him through the test i i he shouldn't have been playing is what i've read but the good yeah but you're right of of course he was the first top pick center we've had and maybe ever in the history of the franchise he was going to be nhl ready he was going to come over after juniors quarantine play and now he's out for the year it seems very typical but but anyways, th- there's,
1: yeah, I can't imagine
0: they, they play Thursday. But I think if one or two of the guys come back, they can play some of the guys from the taxi squad and probably oh, play okay. over the weekend. Uh, but I, I'd be shocked if they play tomorrow. If it's actually six guys
1: plus the injuries, I'd be shocked. But then why did they let him go to Colorado in the first place?
0: Well, that's what I don't get.
1: Is I don't understand the- this. Polino
0: tested positive over the weekend. And right. and sat out. Been testing Yeah, and they've been testing constantly ever since. And now this comes up. So I don't know if it's if it's a matter of how long it takes to get takes to get the test back. There's just proof on
1: how unless they uh, got it and it had nothing to do with fl- fl- Flamingo.
0: Yeah, Flamingo? Yeah. No, I that sound that seems honestly more likely than than the I mean, former the because yeah. yeah. That seems more likely honestly because yeah. If it, they had to wait three days or two days or whatever for test results, it's a pretty inefficient protocol by the NFL or the NHL.
1: Yeah, I don't I think. think uh, yeah, I don't right.
2: think that's it because if the lab is like close by, it'll take come back the same day, um, or you could do the same the rapid test too. So I don't think it's I that reason. To, and if it is, that's actually like I don't know why they're the only league that has that waiting period.
0: Right. So apparently, this is from Bob McKenzie, who's a top. TSN guy up, up north, our, our neighbors up north, who said the NHL's daily COVID report is released between 5 and 6 p.m. Eastern, so in the next hour, or no, that would have been an hour ago. Heard there was a 6 p.m. Eastern conference call on the developing situation in Minnesota, which, as reported, could have as many as six wild players on it. So we, we, we should have we should have more info shortly. Right. In well, next week. Oh, here it is. Um, I love fresh Twitter. Uh, Minnesota Wilds, Nick Bugstad, Marcus Johansson, who is already hurt, Joel Erickson, Ek, Jared Spurgeon, who may or may not be hurt for an extended period of time, Nick Benino, joined Marcus Foligno, an NHS COVID-19 protocolist, sources positive players to Medjet back to Minnesota, team is quarantined in Denver Hotel, no word on Thursday's game, there is a four-game upcoming homestand which is important because they have the taxi squad guys, and there's a way because Iowa is so close, and this isn't in the tweet, I just know this because Iowa is so close, they can get guys from Iowa to Minnesota yeah. without having to have them quarantine. Because there's things because they, they don't can, have to fly.
2: They
0: get, right. They can get them a private car service or something like that, or they can drive themselves. Like There's things they can do for them where they don't have to quarantine when they get there. So Yeah, um, there, there's yeah, no it, way
2: we play tomorrow.
0: I'd be shocked. I, I don't, they may well, not I don't. have. Guys on the trip, truthfully. Um, but yeah well, Busted Eck and Benino for sure are out now. Well I guess it depends if they're positive. Being on the protocol list does not mean you're positive. Johansson was already hurt. Don't you we know, get Fiala back? back? Fiala was supposed to was supposed to be back tomorrow, yes.
1: I don't okay let's just talk first of all, I think Cam Talbot is beyond uh, I don't think he's awful. I think he's below average at best. I think that was a stupid signing. Regardless, doesn't matter. We're not going anywhere. Uh, clearly, Capril the Thrill is, uh, for once, and I'm sure something weird will happen to him, and he'll—I don't even know what'll happen to him. But for once, the um, uh, the hype is certainly warranted. That dude's good.
2: Yeah, I actually don't think Talbot's been playing that bad to be honest. I think he's probably been playing better than Capitan. I mean, that's not saying a ton. But um, oh, right. I've actually watched the past few games since they're rated right my dinner time. I oh, have watch them dinner. I know, good for me, not for you. But um, I've, I don't think Tal was playing that bad. But, yeah, Kaprizov, the skill he has is something we haven't seen really um, since, like, Granlin. showed flashes from Granlin and Zucker and those guys. But he seems that he can develop into a complete player. But I want him doing the, the spinoramas and stuff. I don't want Brad Hunt doing a spinorama backhand. Oh, I know. On that. that was a little weird
0: a lot weird. I um I just I I really think he's a guy that you're you're not even seeing what he's fully capable of because I think he's doing stuff that's catching his line mates who are average to not very good in many cases straight up catching them off guard no, and right. and they don't know right. what to do and they're turning no, into right. turnovers or the the pucks bouncing off their stick or skate or whatever. Like, I think if he was paired with – and not many teams would have this luxury. But if he was paired with two guys who were a little bit more skilled or a little, at least a little bit more aware, um, it would be – you know, he, they, he'd be scoring more goals, he'd have more assists. I think he'd have probably five more points if he wasn't stuck with – Yeah, him
2: as he no, scored. that was really apparent in last night's game, uh, February 2nd, for anyone listening, against Colorado when we lost 2-1. But, like, he just was one step ahead of everyone. Like, he was going – doing passes between the legs to passes that should have been on a guy's stick, but they were just like well, either a little slower than him or he, it's just yeah. like he's moving too fast for the people on his line and probably the people on the team in general too because he was paired with some of the better players at the hey, beginning and then can I, ask you guys,
1: can I ask you guys a question? What school do you like better, University of North Dakota or North Dakota State University? I'm, I'm
0: not sure I have a preference.
2: I'm gonna say no. Nah, I'm, I'm just gonna keep my mouth
1: shut to keep my family safe. <laughs> what? I'm just I curious. I mean, someone might have just walked in here that played at one of those two.
2: No, I know. What you're, I know what you're referring to. And I just oh, yeah,
1: Sam's afraid to answer because he's afraid. Because he And Drew uh, didn't have a preference, which isn't even better either. I'll say. Uh, UND. UND, it is. Fighting Sue all the way. Fighting Sue all the way, he's very happy. That's where I would cast my vote. And that's where uh, Skinner would cast a his Hall vote. Hall of Famer. South Saint Paul he, you know he's a South St. Paul Hall of Famer? There's two Hall of Famers in the same condo right now. That's pretty amazing. I know, I'm a Highland Park Hall of Famer, so it's it's a big kind of a big deal That's right really amazing. Yeah. What's better, Highland or South St. Paul? Well, South St. Paul's better, I already, you already know that. <laughs> We definitely know that. Um, sorry to interrupt. Um, what were we talking... Oh, let, do we end with Timberwolves? Do we even give them the time of day?
2: No. Uh, the only thing I'll say about Timberwolves is they should keep losing so we can get the top three draft pick and don't lose it.
1: But here's the what problem.
2: Well, I have one thing right to add on I'm the right. wild,
0: by <laughs> the way. I, I, have, I have one thing to add on the wild, and then I want to say something about Twins. There's one guy from the Avalanche also added to the list, if you were curious, but... Here's the crazy part about the whole top three pick thing. I was wondering. We, only, was have a 40, we only have a 40% chance. Of I knew you are going to bring that up. So, I mean, I get tanking and everything, but, like, at this point, you almost want these right, guys to start they. winning games and, and deal with the winning mentality because how awful would it be? How awful and how Timberwolves would it be to tank, let Cats sit out, right, rest the wrist, <laughs> and then come lottery time, we lose the lottery, end up with the fourth or fifth pick, and we lose the pick, too.
2: Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, a bunch of my housemates are Golden State Warriors fans, too. And so, I theory, obviously, that's where the pick goes. And so, we're talking about I go, you know what's going to happen? The league, the NBA finally gave us the number one pick last year because they know no matter what right. happens, they're not going to give us the right. top three next year. It, it's just all like right. the NBA is rigged. It's the conspiracy theory. And I told them that's exactly what's going to happen even no matter what happens. So.
1: Well, first of all, we don't need to uh, tank because we're that bad again. Yeah. Cat has the longest case of COVID in the history of a 22, 23, or 24-year-old. I, I mean, Jesus.
0: Well, again, he may feel fine, but it, it there are certain protocols he has to pass through the NBA. I to, know.
1: Just show up. I whatever. Like
0: Wancho, there, Wancho was on the bench. How bad
1: does he to want to play in an emergency? I,
0: but like he couldn't actually play. Yeah, like I know. Like he wasn't. I just,
1: I, I I think Cat's got the heart of a a gnat. That's what I say. I, I'm I'm very down on him. Not because he got COVID. That's sad. I just don't think he. I think he's got no heart whatsoever. Was that the Tin Man? The Cat Man. The Tin. It was the Tin Man with no heart or the Lion.
0: Oh, uh, wasn't it the Lion? I,
1: I thought the, the Tin lion. Man didn't
0: have a brain.
2: Yeah, well, the, the Tin thing. Man probably doesn't have a lot of organs.
1: No, he's that's just true. Trim. That's a good point. He's oil Yeah. I I mean I don't even know what to say about. I mean what what's it's just it, it. How many years are we doing this? We had the one year of Jimmy Butler. Thank you, but then that was really one of probably the worst basketball team in the history of the NBA. I think the worst organization. I have to say.
0: Well, they are. They're, they're one of the worst organizations yeah. in all of sports. I think sports. they have the worst I agree. cumulative winning percentage of any major sports franchise. I, I'm pretty yeah. confident. Yeah. No. I. I um, yeah. It, it's, a, it's just like. I didn't have really high hopes coming into the season. I have to be honest. Um, reduced training camp, young team, no summer league I thought running. we'd be
1: competitive.
0: But I, exactly. And and I don't think Rosas has done a very good job. I ranted about that last week. But you also have to take a step back and be like, since he traded for D'Angelo Russell, him and Cat have only played in five games together. Think about that. Like, Essence. A, Essence. And D'Angelo Russell has missed a fair share himself. So it's like, that's why I said earlier, like you almost want these guys to just get healthy, get back and win a few games and start to like work together. And if we have to give up a first round pick, whatever, we didn't think we were going to have it anyway. So it, it's right. crazy. This season more than others feels like, and last season to an extent with cat's injury feels like not just the Timberwolves being really bad. It feels like the NBA or not the NBA, but the basketball gods being like, oh, you guys are starting to get good. We got to figure that out. We can't let that happen.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'd like to be able to talk about them All right, let's move on quickly to Gopher hoops, basketball, men. Um, they claim right now that we've done enough to go to the tournament. I mean, I think so. I think we have. It doesn't I think mean we-, we have.
0: Shouldn't have done more,
1: but yeah. It'd be nice to do one thing on the road and just win one or two games. but
0: To, to lose to – to after that stretch of games, oh, we, had, we had to lose to Maryland by 15 and then Purdue by 20 is – is
2: The Purdue game was uh, – by the Yeah, I saw we were winning by five and a half. I didn't want, get to watch the game, but I looked yeah, at the first and second half. half splits. We're up we 35 to, to 30. Half. Yeah, we're up 35 to 30 in the first half. The second half. In the second half alone we lost 51 to 27. How is that possible? I actually don't know.
1: It's the, yeah, the I mean, think he, he must he must give the worst halftime speeches in the history of cause I've never seen a team come out more flat in the third quarter than this team does. Or they go through that one spell at some point in the third quarter. I don't know. I I mean but, I think listen, they got the kind of team that could make some sort of run if they got hot, I guess, but
2: on the bright side, it looks like Marcus Carr will have to return because I don't think he'll even go drafted right now putting up these numbers and performances. So putting up going two for 13 against a bad Purdue team.
0: I have to be honest. I If I'm Marcus Carr and if I don't have to sit out, I think long and hard about transferring because I don't think Patino has any clue what to do with him. He doesn't have a clue about what to do with a lot of people. Medium. But like, yep. he does not know how, he has no clue how, to get Marcus Carr in a position to succeed. The only reason Marcus Carr was so, so good to start the year is because we played bad teams, and he caught people off guard with how good he was. That's not happening anymore. And when teams are keying in on him, they're doing nothing to get him open at all. It's, it's really embarrassing to watch to him just get stuck with the ball with eight seconds left on the clock and have to do something.
1: So speaking of another, uh, other disasters, uh, Pete, your buddy P.J. Flech, That recruit that we lost, the 49th recruit in the country, uh, Oregon uh, seems to have gained him. So uh, now our recruiting class is in, uh, like, 40 instead of where we thought, you know, at one point in the top 20 or whatever. I I mean, is this... Why can't he keep these guys? Because they were bad. bad?
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's that's exactly why. Oh,
2: God. Well, half of recruiting is winning, so... Yeah.
1: yeah, and every Basically job that comes
0: up. It wasn't a mystery. We beat, we beat Auburn in the Outback Bowl, and all these guys signed. And then we yeah. had a subpar season, and now they decommitted. Like it, it you can say what you want about there. To a certain extent, the SEC is enough to recruit these guys, and it's it's ridiculous that some teams don't do more yeah. with some classes. But once you get past the top top teams, and probably past the SEC, you're only going to get recruits if you win. It, it's as simple as that. Why else would somebody come? play football in November in, in Minnesota. Like I get we have tons yeah, of nice facilities, cool. but like if we're not winning, who no, cares? That's
1: true. That's true. So it's we good. got a bunch of transfers that, and hope. <clears throat> yeah, and every every time a job comes up they assume Flex leaving, which he's not. But all right, anything else you guys wanna mention? Any other sports on the top of your mind before we go eat? Um Go for hockey's back on track. Yes, they are back on track. That is true. But we'll uh we'll let true. you
0: go see so you can eat.
1: For Alright, well do you want to close the show or should we all just leave at the same time?
2: Well you should close the show, It's part of your job.
1: I'll be back next week though, and it's gonna be like level zero. Uh, well
2: unless you go and potentially get covid like your original plan.
1: I know, I might try still. Uh this has been another edition of <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, I'm not gonna try. No, everyone, on the, you can't come to this island if you haven't, so no one here has it, I don't think, although there are people that live here. Um, this has been another edition of Apples to Apples. We hope you tune in next week, and uh, please listen all those ways that Drew attempted to say. I think Sam interrupted them or something, but we'll be back next week, everyone. Bye-bye.